0: You're listening to the Optimize for Impact podcast. On today's show, I want to share with you a manifesto. This is a mindset, a movement, or a system that will help you not only build robust levels of health, wellness, and fitness, but will also provide you a framework for living your most successful, your most fulfilling, meaningful life. Now, if you're the type of person who this sounds awesome, well, keep on listening. Hi, I'm Joseph Olschlager, and what you're about to experience is a brand new approach toward optimizing your health, wellness, and fitness so that you can fully thrive in both business and in life. But get ready, because we're going against industry norms and we're saying no to hacks, shortcuts, fad diets, and tunnel vision on physique and appearance and saying yes to simple, timeless principles of health and wellness to build a clear, powerful mind, a strong, capable body, and resilient vitality so you can go get out there and fully pursue your purpose, maximize your impact, and live a deeply fulfilling, satisfying life. Welcome to the Optimized for Impact podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Optimized for Impact podcast. My name is Joseph, and today on this episode, I'm going to provide you a lens, like a camera, a focus point, so you can see clearly and avoid a bunch of the BS that's currently out there in the health and wellness space, especially on social media, something that will help you win back some of your personal power so you're not controlled by the fear of other people's opinions or wondering what other people may think about you, as well as prevent you from being brainwashed, yeah, it's a scary word, by the subliminal messaging in the current fitness, diet, wellness culture, right? So this lens I wanna give you today is a mindset, it's a movement, it's my own manifesto and a system, really, for building the best health of your life, as well as living a deeply fulfilling, wildly successful life. So, thanks for tuning in. Let's get this lens sharpened for you. So, to begin, two thoughts spurred the creation of this episode and the creation of my manifesto. First is, so that you can understand what lens or perspective or goals, maybe even bias, with which I share health and nutrition advice in this podcast or from my personal brand. So I believe it's important to understand the goals of the people that we're taking advice from, the goals, the direction that those people are going because the the advice they give, the tactics they're gonna give, are going to be coming from their own goals, what's helping them get where they want. And if where they wanna go isn't where you want to go necessarily then that information may not be they may not be the best person to be listening to so here's an example let's say there's a busy mom she has four kids running all around the place right bless you moms out there um and she wants to lose 10 pounds right is she going to be best served by going to like a mr olympia bodybuilding coach right or a guy who's trying to like get on the stage win the Mr Olympia bodybuilding competition right his goals are very very different from hers and the advice he gives her is going to be from his own perspective like if she's following on Instagram he's going to be sharing bodybuilding tips that are very much geared toward getting huge right building tons of muscle and that's not necessarily what she wants now if she follows his advice she may lose 10 pounds for sure. But it may be a lot more effort, a lot more sacrifice. It may take more time. She may have to do a lot of things that she didn't have to do in order to get the result, right? So who we listen to and their goals, their perspective and their biases, what they're trying to accomplish matters. And we should know what direction they're going before we just take advice from them to ensure that we get the most effective, the best advice tailored for our specific outcomes so we can get there faster and more efficiently, okay? So that's the first point. I want you to understand my, this is my manifesto, this is a chance for you to understand what perspective I'm coming from so you can decide, is listening to me, is listening to this show the best use of my time, the best use of my attention and focus? Because those are your most uh, desired commodity right now that's being fought over in the current market attention is everything okay it's valuable know where you place it okay so that's point number one point number two recently i've been thinking a lot about the similarities between building wealth and building health so financial independence or financial freedom a lot of people define it as Having enough money to do what you want, to go where you want to go, to experience what you want to experience, to be able to, you know, set your schedule however you want it. It's being able to do what you want, essentially. Having enough money that you set your own hours, set your own time, set your own schedule. It's that flexibility. Ultimately, that flexibility is the freedom, right? And so the financial independence formula that everyone ends up coming back to, whether you're Warren Buffett or some guy, you know, on Instagram talking about investing. They all talk about generally the same thing. And this is it. It's two parts. It's consistently investing and it's letting time compound your money. Ultimately, that's it. Whether you're in real estate, whether you're in stocks, whether you're in index funds, it comes down to making consistent investments and then letting time build your wealth, letting your wealth compound, right? And so, Warren Buffett is a great example of this. He is currently, I just read a book, I don't know if this is his current net worth, but at the time of the book's writing it was he was worth 84.5 billion dollars. But here's the thing. Warren Buffett started investing when he was 10 to 13, very very young. And while he was worth over like the, you know, the course of 10 to 13 to whatever he was, 65, 70 at the time of this book, he had accrued $84.5 billion. He had amassed incredible financial wealth, incredible financial freedom. But here's the catch. Of that 84.5 billion, current at the time of the book, 84.2 billion of that was made after he turned 50 years old. After he was 50 years old. So that means for 50 years, it took him 50 years to accrue between 600 to 700 million dollars, which is a lot of money. But it's minuscule compared to what happened over the next 15 years. In 15 years, he went from 600 million to 84.5 billion dollars. And that was a testament to two things. Compound interest, which is time letting his money continually build right it gets it's an exponential growth so time is powerful that was the most powerful thing there but the second most was an entire lifetime spent building consistent investments step by step because every time he invested invested a little bit more it built and built and built so by the time he was 50 he had 600 million dollars but he kept investing consistently and he kept letting time work its magic, compound interest work its magic. And that's what in 15 years after he turned 50, absolutely exponentially in a mind blowing sense, exploded his wealth, okay? So the formula for financial independence that everyone talks about is it comes down to consistent investments every month, right? Just be consistent, whatever it is, coupled with time. coupled with compound interest. The compounding nature of interest will lead to, in the end, massive wealth. So it's consistent actions and it's time. Versus, versus the get rich quick idea. Okay, so financial independence and building wealth is one concept out there. But then we all hear the get rich quick scheme, right? Like buying lottery tickets. Like people are looking for the fastest way to make money. This is not what Warren Buffett did. And none of the wealthiest people in the world ever got wealthy from the get-rich-quick mindset. Buying lottery tickets, trying to make risky quick investments, doing insider trading, trying to speed up the process, right? No, those don't work. The fast shortcuts in wealth never work. It all comes down to time and regular consistent actions. But here's where I realized something. As I was thinking about building wealth, I, I had this thought like, hey, it's very this is very similar to health. And financial independence, well, a lot of people tout that as the ultimate goal in life. I believe it's only half of the picture. I believe health is the other half. Because if you don't have health, you may be incredibly wealthy. You could be Warren Buffett with $84.5 billion. But if your health is horrible, what's the point of having that much wealth? You're miserable, right? If you're stuck in bed, if you feel like crap every time, if you have like a headache raging daily, if you just feel miserable, that amount of money, that's not going to bring you any happiness. It's not going to bring you any fulfillment. It's not going to bring you much joy if you feel horrible, if your health is just absolutely in the basement. So I realized that financial independence, wealth is one half of a picture. Health, I believe, is the other half of this coin when it comes to um, a successful life. And I realized that health was built the same way. It's built with consistent actions, consistent, regular investments, whether that's a workout, whether it's a healthy meat, nutritious meal, right? You're making these little investments very, very regularly. And with time, those all compound into building incredible levels of health. And this is what I realized. So many people also try to get rich quick in health. We see, People looking for the fastest, shortest, shortcut ways to lose fat, to build muscle, etc. And this all those fast ways, those like, you know, lose 50 pounds in two weeks type of strategies, they never work. They never last. And so health and wealth are both built with the same mindset. And that is rejecting the shortcuts, and that is embracing the fact that it will take time and it just takes simple, consistent actions, little investments made regularly, compound to incredible results, right? So, I decided I wanted to start a platform. I want to start a movement that helps people achieve what I call health freedom. So we have financial freedom, but I want to help people achieve health freedom. Now, here's my definition of health freedom. I want to break this down for you in this next part of that podcast. Is here it is, health freedom is to possess a level of health and fitness that gives you the capacity and the capability to fully live your life without limitation. It's a little wordy. I might chop it down in the future, but here it is now. To possess a level of health and fitness that gives you the capacity and capability to fully live your life without limitation. So I've got four points out of this little manifesto. This is it, health freedom. I want to break down four points. And the first part of the sentence is to possess. Okay? So when I talk about possessing a level of health and fitness, I am talking about long-term solutions. I am talking about time. I am not ever going to promote shortcuts. I am never going to try to sell you on a rapid diet because I don't believe they work. When I look at how success is created in wealth, when I look at how... Success is created in health with fat loss. It is nearly always with people who are willing to slow down, be patient, and slowly build the habits that they needed to build, slowly relearn the actions they needed to learn in order to create and attain, to attain the level of health, to attain the body compensation change they wanted so that they could keep it. They made it a lifestyle with little tiny actions. They made some small changes, and that lifestyle over time of living with a, like living as a person who exercises a little bit more, living as a person who eats a little bit more healthy. Those over time allowed them to get results, but then retain them and keep them because now it was a lifestyle. It's just what they did. So, possessing a level of health and fitness is the long-term investor's mindset. We are the Warren buffets of health. We are not trying to play the lottery with these short-term shred 50 pounds in one week type of approaches. And then the next part of the sentence. So, we talked about to possess a level of health and fitness that gives you the capacity and capability to fully live your life. So that gives you, you, not other people. So this is not about other people's goals. This is not about other people's desires. This is not about what other people want to do with their health or their body composition. This is also not about what society and culture is telling you you should look like or telling you what you should value. This is about you. What do you actually want? What is going to bring you the greatest fulfillment in life? That's what we're talking about. In this health frame approach. We're pushing out all the other voices and focusing on what do you you actually want. And then we're talking about capacity and capability to fully live your life. So I'm talking about functional health versus physique or versus strictly appearance-based. Now, on this podcast, with my personal approach in life, I'll primarily be talking from a functional standpoint. What are changes we can make that will help you better be the person you wish to be? The best entrepreneur, the best dad, the best spouse, a joyful person, a positive person, a more patient person, etc. Right? Or what are functional changes that help you do things you wish to do? Climb that mountain. Catch the sunset off it for like see a sunset from the top of the world. Um, It might be making a million dollars. You have the energy to show up to work, to scale a business, create massive positive impact in the lives of other people, right? Health that allows you to show up and do that. Maybe it's you want to play soccer with your kids. Great. Functional health that allows you, gives you the capacity and the capability to do that, to play soccer with your kids. Also health that allows you to have what you want in life, experiences, opportunities, opportunities making epic memories, right? I'm talking about health that allows you to be, do or have things in life, not just look a certain way. Now, here's what I really want to be clear about. I am not anti-physique. I love looking good, right? It's so much fun. And I'm not saying that how we look is not important to us. For many of us, attaining a degree of being proud of the way we look is important it is an important part of living a life that is fully alive, living a life attaining our uh, ultimate potential. But I do want to be the voice in your life that pushes back against the predominant message out there in the social media culture, with the Instagram models that physique is the ultimate thing. It's very subliminal, right? But we see it so many times, all the fit girls and the bodybuilder guys, right? And that's great. And that's awesome. But the culture keeps pressing this idea that that's what we need to look like. That's the goal we need to have, right? That's what matters is looking a certain way or having a certain body fat percentage. And I want to be the guy on this show, and I will be the guy with my approach, who will say, great, if you want that, awesome. Let's get that. But, but remember, I'm going to be the guy who wants to remind you that there is a wider perspective to hold on life. And when we look at life, when we look at what actually is, when we reach old age, when we're looking back, when we keep in mind what actually matters to us, right? Will the body fat percentage we had really matter? Will it matter as much as the positive change we were able to create in the lives of our family, our kids, our spouse, our friends, people, the millions of people that our business helped? Will it matter as much as the experiences we had, the mountains we climbed, the games I played with my kid, right? Like, like, when we look at life from a macro view, does physique always matter as much? And I just want to be the person who reminds you that, hey, it's great have those physique goals that matters to you awesome but just remember there's oftentimes more things that matter the things that may matter a little bit more to you and to remember that your health and the choices you make with your health where you place your focus the goals you have you can make goals that actually set goals that at the end of the day are going to bring you the greatest fulfillment in the long term as well as the short term okay And finally, the final part of this manifesto. So it is to possess a level of health and fitness that gives you the capacity and capability to fully live your life without limitation. This is the last point I want to make. Poor health and fitness very often can limit us from living the most rich, the most abundant, the fullest experience that we can have in life. I have a story for this. I work as a marketing consultant right now and one of my um, co-workers made a comment. So this was a couple months ago. I was just heading out to climb Mount Shasta in Northern California and I was telling them where I was going and he made this comment. He said, wow, that sounds amazing. I would love to do that, but I would have to get in shape first. There's no way I could do that right now." now. That's a little bit of an extreme example because climbing a volcano like Mount Shasta, like it does take a level of physical fitness. But my point I'm getting at here is that experience is something that he would love to do. He said that his desire is like, oh my goodness, I would love to be able to experience that. I would love to have that opportunity and to make a memory that I can look back on and cherish that I climbed to the top of this volcano. But I can't, I physically am limited from being able to experience something that I deeply would enjoy to experience. And that's the limitation that I'm talking about. I want to help you. I want you to be able to maintain the level of fitness, the level of health that will allow you to not be limited. Okay? Maybe you don't want to climb mountains, right? Like I'm kind of one of those crazy people that enjoys that. That might not be you. And so you don't need to maintain that level of, capability or capacity. But you may want to maintain a level that does allow you to climb some hills, watch some sunsets with your significant other, right? Um, Play soccer with your kids, show up and be the best professional you can at work to have energy and to have a clear mind and to not feel fatigued and frustrated and tired and cranky, right? To be your best self. And that's what maintaining a certain level of health and fitness will allow is you can live your life where you are never limited from being the person you wish to be, doing things you wish to do and having the experiences, opportunities, results that you wish to have. And again, this is so much more than just physique, right? This is about function first and appearance second. That's what health freedom is all about to me. Now, If you realize, get to the end of this episode, if you realize that you are limited right now, like, hey, my current level of health and fitness is actually limiting me from doing some things I wanna do, here's what I encourage you to do. First of all, accept it for what it is. Realizing that you have limitations is just a part of life. It's a part of growth. Because if you don't realize you have limitations, you'll never be motivated or see the need to take the next steps to become a better version of you. And so in a sense, accept it as, hey, awesome. This is a message to me. that It is time to take the next step. It is time for me to level up and pursue a life that is more fulfilling to me. So don't beat yourself up. Don't, don't criticize yourself. Don't be down on yourself. Just accept it for what it is. And then make a decision to simply do something about it. Take a small, imperfect step as soon as you can in the direction you want to go. Cause this builds momentum. The biggest trap people fall into when they realize they're limited is they fall into analysis paralysis or procrastination. They start doing research on what's the best diet, what's the best exercise routine, what's the best gym in town. And they spend now weeks, months, sometimes years, knowing they need to change, but just stuck trying to figure out like the perfect step. What I say is toss that out, take, a small step. Begin to build momentum. You can course correct later. You can change gyms down the road if you find a better one. You can change exercise routines down the road if you find one you like better. But the fact is you started the journey. You started momentum. You started making those little investments going back to building wealth, right? You began making the small investments right now, today, and those will begin your compounding journey. You will get the results faster if you begin today, even with tiny imperfect actions. Okay, So that's my advice. Follow Warren Buffett's example with your health. Begin making small investments today, knowing that over time, you're going to end up in an incredible place with epic levels of health, wellness, and fitness and you're going to be stoked and it's going to last because you have created this portfolio of health based on your little behaviors that you now have built into your lifestyle over time. Okay. If you want to start investing in your health, if you're like, yes, let's do this. I have some suggestions for you. First of all, this podcast, you'll be getting more information over the next couple of years. I'm in this for the long haul based on this living A life marked by health freedom, allowing you, providing the best tools, tips, and tricks that will allow you to make small, simple investments in your health so that you can attain a level of health freedom. Second, on the website, onwardnutrition.co, I have a walking blueprint. This is a way, it's a, a little program I have designed that I've used to build the habit of walking into my life, which is the number one thing, just daily walks that has transformed my physical and mental health. No joke. It sounds crazy because it's just humble walking, but it is one of the most powerful things I have done in years. Okay, so you can go to the website onwardnutrition.co to get the walking challenge. There's also an opportunity to join the wait list for my first. Program. This is going to be designed to help you find the best, highest ROI habits that you can invest into your health routines, fitness routines, etc., to begin building momentum and building epic levels of health. So the wait list, the link if you want to put yourself on the wait list for when we first open the doors of that program, will be in the show notes. And you can do that. And finally, be looking for more resources. We have the walking challenge. Right now I'm working on one, a high performance health toolkit, which will be a collection of some of my best, very, very simple tips that allow me to, in the day-to-day operate at my highest level of performance in both sport, as well as how I feel, my mental clarity, my energy, etc. Links to all these will be in the show notes And if you have any questions, you can reach me over on Instagram at itscoachjoseph. And finally, thank you so much for listening to the Optimize for Impact podcast, where our sole mission is to help you develop health freedom, which is close the show. So you can possess a level of health and fitness that will give you the capacity and capability to fully live your life without limitation so that you can go get out there and fully pursue your purpose, maximize your impact, and live a deeply fulfilling, meaningful life. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next week on the Optimize for Impact podcast.